Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dungeons and Dragons is now on Patreon. Come and be a part of our community on Patreon. You'll have access to new amazing content and so much more. Please visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons... There are two large spires. In the center of those spires is a piece of the Axe of Mirabar armor, and surrounding them are three floating jars with brains inside. All three of you hear a loud rumble as these zombies on the other side of the main entrance and kind of looks like it's bending as the zombies behind are trying to push their way into this room. And the blue, its jar erupts and the brain falls to the floor with a splat. And I go, somebody curve stomp that thing. <laughs> we shoot it twice in the head to make sure that it's dead. Laura, you hear your communicator and Salazar's like, we just dropped uh, some armor off with those soldiers out there. They're suiting up right now and should be heading in to try and help you out with, with the hordes. Lara, it is your turn as the groaning sounds like it's getting closer to the door. Fuck some shit up. By what you mean? Hit a stone pillar. Crack the stone that's making this statue. It kind of sounds like the zombies themselves. Their groaning fades and then comes back a little bit. I'm gonna hit that pillar again. You strike this pillar and it, the same way as the other one, crumbles into dust, and the sound coming from the other side of the room stops. Uh, I'm just gonna throw a little produce flame. The fluid inside of the jar begins to boil, and it erupts. The brain sizzles and falls to the ground. All the brains (laughs) in the room, jars have exploded and are dead. The spires are all crumbled to the ground, and it sounds like silence on the other side of the door. You guys get out into the daylight and Torgar says, you guys are good. You guys are good fighters. I want to, for the acts of Mirabar, commit us to help you when you need it. Sounds like a good plan. Wasn't there a river or something? Uh, I think we have to go back and see Makath in Luskin. You begin down the river. You see ahead a large, lush forest that now stands out like a sore thumb in the land of devastation. At the edge of the forest, you see a bridge that looks to be blocking the river. And on that bridge stands a single knoll. You're going to pay toll to get by. (laughs) Boys, we got company. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We are a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. <laughs> Amy Moore is Did you seriously just blank on your wife's name? Uh, no, I was just didn't know who I was going to go with first, and then I panicked because I didn't have one already <laughs> teed up, ready to go. 
Amy Moore, who do you play? <laughs> I play Thea Amastasia, who is also not impressed with you for getting your wife's name. I didn't mean, I didn't forget. I just, I just didn't pick All right, one. man. Anyways, who else is here? Carla Johnson's here. Who do you play? Uh, I play Nulara Moonbrook. And Tom Laird. And I play Flint Firebeard. Welcome, guys. How are you? Thanks for having us, Russ. Yeah. <laughs> Doing well. <laughs> This episode comes out August 30th, which will be the uh, the wrap-up of our Patreon launch month. Uh, so thank you if you've been checking out our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. For as little as a dollar per month, you could join our community and get some extra bonus content as well as some other cool stuff on that there website. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all cool stuff. It's super cool stuff <sighs> because, because Tom is running a super cool campaign. That episode came out on the regular channel a couple weeks ago, and uh, so you've probably heard it by now. Um, but if you want to get any more of that game, you've got to sign up on our Patreon page. Become a patron of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. Featuring three new characters and a DM who kind of doesn't know what he's doing, but he's trying. You fake it really well, bud. Excellent. <laughs> New segue. We Let's are in their stride. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've done it. We've turned. We've turned on the mics, and now we are awkward human beings. Yeah. just like always. Just I, like people always. listen in. People listen in because they like how real we are and are so socially inept, even with one another. <laughs> yeah, it would That's be right. weird if they tuned in and we like actually had our shit together for a change. <laughs> Wouldn't that be odd? Like, if I wrote things down, like, I'm going to say this really clever thing when Russ introduces me. It's never like that. It's always like, I know. uh, yeah, I, always, uh, I am Amy. I always hope <laughs> that maybe one time somebody will, like, come up with, like, a, a maybe joke or something. something. I mean, I, we've only been doing it for now 20 episodes. Russ's so. birthday is coming up soon, you guys. I, we could do I something I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like, it's kind of Russ's birthday soon. Like, maybe we could. Don't tell Russ, guys. It's a secret. Okay, no, yeah. I'll take Russ, my head take head okay, nobody tell Russ. <laughs> okay, so we'll pick it up. At the edge of the forest, you see a bridge that looks to be blocking the river. And on that bridge stands a single knoll. As your boat drifts forward, the knoll calls out to you. You're going to pay the toll to get by. <laughs> Boys, we got company. And out of the bushes step three more knolls. Two with spears, one with a flaming torch. They walk into the middle of the bridge and they stop and just stare at you as you hear a thunderous crash as something takes what you can only assume is an enormous lumbering step through the surrounding trees. I pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not canon. That didn't happen. The Noel calls out to you. He says, we need your uh, we need your your gold and your weapons. Then you get then you can get by. I call back. All of it? They kind of look at each other confused and say, yeah, 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 all of it. All of it. Oh. Like every piece? Like, oh. Like every, every single piece. Hmm. No. (laughs) (laughs) And there's another thunderous crash as you see the trees... I'll give you a minute. That was really funny. No. no. <laughs> I can, I'm imagining like we're not like right up to it yet. Like we're coming up to it. So it's like. <laughs> I really pictured no. it. It was just really funny. I wasn't sure where you were going with your like all of the questions. <laughs> oh shit. That happened in character. I started laughing because that yeah. shit yeah. was really Perfect. funny. <laughs> 
Um, you hear another thunderous crash, and the trees at the edge of the forest begin to shake and part, and out comes the snout of what looks like a large dinosaur. What? What kind of dinosaur? Tyrannosaurus rex comes barreling out of the trees and beside the river, being ridden by another knoll. I thought you were going to say by being ridden by another smaller Tyrannosaurus Rex. This is Dungeons and Dragons. It's not crazy town. <laughs> well, there's a T-Rex in Dungeons and Dragons. What we do I know? We got dinos on dinos. Oh, man. Uh, and how many original gnolls were there? There are uh, four on the bridge, okay. one riding a large Tyrannosaurus Rex now Perfect. in view. And what color is the Tyrannosaurus Rex? Is it covered he with is- feathers? Uh, no, no, this one is not covered with feathers. More scaly Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm-hmm. Hold, please. Can Addison say what color the Tyrannosaurus Rex is? Daddy just said that a big T-Rex came out of the forest, and Carla wants to know what color it is. Can you choose the color for us? It's pink. Of course uh, it is. Can you come and it into the microphone? No. That's okay. There is a pink dinosaur. Pink dinosaur that has come... Out of the trees, being ridden by a, an angry-looking gnoll. He should be not angry. He should be happy. He's riding a T-Rex. Get some. Get your priorities straight, gnoll. He's probably less angry about riding the T-Rex, but more angry at you guys and having not paid up. It's a pretty baller move to be riding a fucking dinosaur, so yeah, just it enjoy it, man. And they all draw their weapons and say... You gonna pay up now? Still no! No! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> this is easier with different people. <laughs> that is, uh, I think the, it's Dungeons and Dragons, colon. <laughs> this would be easier it's easy. with other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that might just be the, the tagline for this at least, whole thing. At least in Russ's mind. I don't think we have any gold, but I'm sure not giving it to these dummies. Well, I think I really do have gold, you, you and, but I'm certainly not giving it to these dummies. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty oh, sure we I, have gold. I, I'm sure we do. I definitely have a dope flaming sword that I'm going to stab something with, rather than handing it over. So, ooh, I have 390 gold pieces, 162 silver, and 704 copper. You're rich. And he calls out, "I hear you have 390 <laughs> gold pieces." <laughs> Hand that over. None of your business. Uh, All right, roll for initiative. Yeah, we're not, we're not having any of this. Seven. Seventeen. Eighteen. Uh, fourteen. Okay, he says, "Well, you know, pay. We sink your boat, then. You sink our boat. I cut your throat. And it's your turn, <laughs> Thea. Thea's <laughs> villain." Sassy today. Amy came to play. Uh, I did. She's I... fighting in rhyming couplets. <laughs> okay. Um. Here's what I'm gonna do. How far are we from this boat? You're far enough that you can yell. So you're like you're 45 floating towards. 45 floating towards. All right. Well, I assume this is a wooden bridge. Uh, it appears to be wooden. Yes. Mm. Uh, so I cast flaming sphere. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle of that. Um, the bridge. That bridge. Okay. It's a five foot diameter. So all of the knolls are standing ish in the middle of the in the bridge. So you'd probably hit. Are you like, like, in the middle of the bridge, like through the planks, 
Or are you trying to hit the knolls? I'm trying to hit the knolls, but if I set the bridge on fire, it's just a bit Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you'd probably hit uh, two of them. The, cool. the one who was talking to you and uh, one of the others with a with one of the spears. Oh, wait. Did we? Okay, so you those creatures must make a saving throw against the sphere's damage. Dexterity or? Uh, yes. So the guy yes, who was talking to you, ooh, he gets a six. That doesn't work. And the other guy gets a 12. And that also doesn't work. So they both get 2d6 flame damage, fire damage. Um, So that is seven damage. So your sphere comes up in the middle of this bridge. Mm -hmm. Like half on top, half on the bottom. Hurts the guys on the top. Yeah, and strikes strikes the main knoll and one of the others carrying a spear. And they take the seven damage, but also the bridge uh, sets ablaze and is starting to burn down now. Good. Now it is the dinosaur's turn. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I should have attacked the dinosaur. (laughs) Um, I kind of want to ride it. Okay, so the dinosaur is going to run over. This is a large dinosaur. Like, he he is a huge beast, which is... We're thinking... T-Rex from Jurassic Park, Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. It says it occupies a space 15 by 15, but yeah, he's probably on the high end of that. So it's a it's a big dinosaur. So he's going to come over and he's going to jump into the river and swing its tail at your boat. Ross, I'm going to need you to pipe in the Jurassic Park theme song. Sure. Yeah. Are we allowed to do scene. that? Uh, well, I'll find something that sounds, sounds similar. Yeah, it'll be fine. No, right. I want the exact Can song. we hum it? All right, I'll send the bill to you there, Tom. Um, Wait, so, we have to pay for things? I know, right? I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he is going to uh, swing its tail, and that is going to hit for 3d8 plus 7 damage on your boat. 20 damage to your boat. So your boat isn't, isn't a large boat, so it, uh, the side of the hull uh, cracks under this pressure. And uh, begins to take on water. Now it is Nulara's turn. Great. I'm going to cast Animal Friendship mm-hmm. nice. on the dinosaur. Okay. I'm going to say, hey, dino, dino, dino. Hey, dino, dino. Because even grumpy Nulara talks to animals in baby voices. Oh, of yeah. course. What's what is that dinosaur's intelligence? It's not a very smart dinosaur. <laughs> His intelligence is two. Perfect. That means yeah. I can at least cast the spell. Uh, he has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed for one or for twenty four hours by me. Twenty four hours. New Vara. Look at that. Okay, so a wisdom saving throw for this dinosaur. Yes. Uh, his wisdom is his wisdom is pretty good, pretty good. Uh, He's got street smarts, just not yeah, just yeah. not book learning. Uh, so that's a twelve. And what I don't I don't think I've ever made anyone do anything before. You Does that a, just go against my your spell wisdom? save? No. Uh, no, it goes against your spell save DC. So on your spells page, you've got a the middle number. <clears throat> that uh, is a or, fourteen. So it did not beat your spell save DC, so it is now charmed. Yeah. What does that mean? Do you get to tell it what to do? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. It lets me convince a beast that I mean it no harm. So I don't really get to tell it what to do, but I don't think it's going to keep trying to hurt us. 
That's fantastic. Um, yeah, so if you or one of your companions harms the target, the spell ends. Mm. What do you say to this dinosaur? <clears throat> I say, hey, dino, we're just real nice. We're not going to hurt you. I reach into my pocket and pull out a steak. I don't know. I was going to say a small piece of something, but it's a giant dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, sure you've got, I'm sure, sure you've got rations. Yeah, yeah. who exactly. doesn't have ribeye in their steak? Exactly. In their pockets. We They're... travel in found boat in style. Just general like, shh, 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 shh. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Throw some food at it. Uh, so now we're friends. The dinosaur, so it had its tail to you, but it's kind of take a swing around and you begin talking to this and, and casting animal friendship on it. And you see it kind of look at you, and then its its eyes kind of soften to you, and gives a look to the knoll on its back, like it maybe doesn't want to be ridden right now. Your next next thing. Uh, how close is it to us? Well, it just whacked the boat with its tail, so it's pretty pretty close. Uh, like on top of us, essentially, <laughs> like right beside yeah. us, basically. Yeah, it's in the river with you. <clears throat> so I could attack the knoll on its back. You'd have to jump up onto the dinosaur, but yeah, or, I want or if you to. Used a it's range. my friend. All right, then yeah, it won't even hurt me. Uh, okay, then I am going to uh, attack that knoll on its back. Sure. Uh, and that is, sorry, I had s- flipped my spells page for the first time in ever. Bear with me. <laughs> so that is, uh, oh, oh yeah, I got a plus 10. So that's a 20. Uh, yeah, 20 will be good. Okay. And that guy gets 13 damage. You leap up onto this dinosaur and swing your sword at it. And he is uh, perhaps a little startled by this event and takes your hit and is knocked off into the river. Sweet. And now you are on top of the dinosaur. So Donnie, (gasps) while this is happening, is like kind of pissed at me because I just made a new fucking... T-Rex friend, and he's like a bit jealous. So I think he's not really going to even take a turn this turn because he's mad at me and he's being a baby. He's uh, he's kind of <laughs> just, he, he flew over to one of the trees and he's like, fine, if she doesn't want me as a friend, I'm just going to let her die. <laughs> exactly. Uh, was there a saddle on the dino? Uh, yes, there is a saddle Can on the dino. Can I get the in dinosaur. the saddle on the dino now that I'm on yeah. the back of it? Yeah, absolutely. But that's the end of your turn. No more, no more messing with nope, the dinosaurs. Nope, that's that's all. Like, what more could I want to do, Russ? Fantastic. All my dreams have come true. Riding a pink dinosaur. Now it's the Knolls on the bridge turn. So the bridge is set ablaze. So they are the two that took the damage are going to actually jump off the bridge and into the water. Makes sense. The other two are going to they're just going to run off the side and down into the trees. And then the one carrying the spear is going to throw his spear at Thea on the boat. Matt me, bro. That's a 17. Oh, yeah, it just barely hits me. Five damage as the spear comes out of the trees and strikes you. They are in the trees and you hear them kind of yelling out into the trees saying, we got some trouble guys, trouble, trouble at the bridge. And now it's Flint's turn. All right. How far away are these guys when they're in the trees? Your boat has is now taking on water, but is still floating forward. So you're within 30 feet from where they were. So within radius of 30 feet. Okay. Um, I would. And am I able to see them still or are they like hidden? You can kind of see them a little bit. They're kind of poking in and out behind the behind the trees. So but you can see 
about where they are, but not a direct line of sight if you were to make any sort of ranged attack. So I don't have a clear shot at them is what you're telling me. Yes. All right. How deep is this river? It comes up about halfway up the thigh on the dinosaur, so it's probably... (laughs) Way over your head. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say it's probably like five to six feet deep in the middle. Okay. Is there... Uh, I have my smith tools with me. Is there any way I can, like, repair the hull of the boat as we're going? You could certainly do, give, a, give a try, yeah. Uh, maybe make a... I guess that is a strength attribute that you have associated with that. So, um, yeah, besides your, your smith's tools, that's your proficiency with your smith's tools. So just make a smith's tools check, and then you add that seven there. Sweet. Yeah. I'm down with that. That is a 22. 22. So you are able to, with some of the extra materials that are on the boat, you begin to block up some of the water. So it's taking on less water, um, but it's still still not doing so great. It took a big hit from this dinosaur. All right. Uh, is that my both actions or was that just one? Uh, that's just one of them. I guess, well, I can see those guys of where they kind of are over on the side. Yeah. I'm going to unleash my lightning breath towards them and see if I can uh, either hurt them or get them the hell out of here for a bit. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the range on your lightning breath? 30 feet. Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> you did say they were about 30 feet away. <laughs> yeah, I did. So yeah, that's that's totally cool. Excellent. All right, since I've never done this before, what do I roll, Russ? Or do I roll anything? Yeah, you kind of accidentally did it that one time, so... Well, yeah, but I didn't roll it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Um, okay, can I see the My notes handbook? say... 8 plus con modifier plus proficiency. I don't know what that means, but that's what I've written down. So breath weapon. When you use that, each creature in the area of the exhalation must make a saving throw, uh, the type of which is determined by your draconic ancestry. The DC for this saving throw equals 8 plus your constitution modifier plus your proficiency bonus. Okay. So they have to make a save, and you have lightning, so that is a dex save. Yeah, it says dex save, so. Okay. So you would probably be able to hit two of them, depending on which side of the river, because there's two on each side of the river. Okay, I'm going to go for the side that does not have the dragon or the, the T-Rex in the way at all, because I don't want to hurt it. Yeah, for sure. So that would be the right side of the river. Okie dokie. The so-called leader and the guy who threw the spear. Okay. They have to beat 16, by the way. Okay. The leader gets a 17. The other guy gets a 7. So he takes... The full brunt, um, but uh, the other guy takes half on a successful save. All right. Would you just like one damage roll for the both of them? Yeah. Okay. 13 damage. So I guess six to the leader. Yeah. You hear them kind of let out a, a dog-like yelp from behind the trees, and your lightning also sets the tree on fire as well. Oops. Yeah. It is now Thea's turn. I'm going to move that big old fireball. Who can I see within my, like, who is whackable? You're still on the boat, mm-hmm. taking water. Your your The bridge is fully ablaze. Nice. Uh, you can see 
there's the dinosaur kind of the right to the left of the boat. Mm-hmm. The knoll from the top of the dinosaur has been knocked down into the river and is floating towards the bridge now. And there are two on either side, uh, semi-hidden behind uh, behind trees. Okay, I'm just going to like delay moving sure, my sphere. And I will jump from the boat toward the edge of the water mm-hmm. and in midair change myself into a large monstrosity of a winter wolf. So I do that and I change into the winter wolf and I go sprinting into the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, I move very quickly, speed of 50. So I'm going to like whip over there and I'm going to bite the first the first knoll. Okay. And have to roll that. 15. It hits. Okay, cool. Um, so he gets 2d6 plus 4. 5, 4, 9, so 13 damage. And he has to make um, a saving throw. Strength saving throw. Okay. Or be knocked prone. And you guys, you guys, I have something called cold breath. Uh, it's a 20 on the save. Well, then he is not knocked prone. But okay. He does take my damage. Okay. You leap from the boat and midair... You take in the energy of the surrounding trees and you morph into this huge winter wolf and you sprint in the blink of an eye over to the edge of the trees and sink your teeth into the the leader knoll and he takes that damage, but you are unable to knock him down. What's that? Wait a wild shape. Bang. It's the first time you've... No, that's not true because no. you've, you've changed into a rat. And a bug. And a bug. And I think maybe a small lizard. Okay. First battle you've changed <laughs> into. First badass yeah. thing I've changed yeah. into. Okay. I couldn't be squashed um, with a book. So it's the, uh, uh, that's all you, it's mm-hmm. all, yeah, okay. Because I'm I'm delaying my. Well, yeah, it's a bonus action on your turn though. Okay, so, yeah, so. I'm just not using it yeah. for now. It's just going to continue to burn the bridge down. Okay. It's the dinosaur's turn. So it's, um, it's. Taking your your suggestions there, new Lara. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> that's cool. Clapping? Whatever. <laughs> no big deal. I yeah. so there's two on the side of the river that I'm on. Yeah, two on to the left side. Uh, Flint and Thea have both attacked the knolls to the right. Perfect. So I mean, it'd be just real great if that dino could get me over a bit closer to the land. Um, yep. So that I can uh, attack on my turn. I assume I can't get him to, like, fight for me because that seems crazy. I mean, if you'll let me, that's great, but probably not going to happen. I mean, he would have otherwise attacked you, so I, if you want him to try and attack something. Do you think the Noel just had cast animal friendship on him and then I did it better, so now he likes me better? You don't know. Perfect. You don't know that. Well, let's fucking get over there, and okay. that dino can use his big tail to try and knock over a knoll or two. Sure. Whack a knoll? Could he? Ha! Ah! <laughs> oh, hey, also amazing fact that has never come up before, because I don't think we've ever fought knolls before. They are one of my favorite enemies, which I just opened the book to read about and, like, basically gets me nothing. Mm. Oh. Unless we need to track them or something. But I just wanted you to know that I looked it up, Russ, so I knew. I appreciate that. <laughs> we have fought gnolls before, but that was no, in Bros and Dragons. Oh, that was in Bros and Dragons, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. Well, I and didn't then know that. Carla said something about them being her favorite enemy and how Russ never 
plays against favored enemies and <laughs> I don't remember. I don't really any. remember that, that one, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> so here's your nose, okay? I really appreciate it. Um, okay, so you, uh, what do you tell the dinosaur to do? What's the? What should I call the dino, you guys? I don't have a good dino name. I'm drawing a complete blank. I I'm only coming up with things like Rex, Rexy. <laughs> I like it. No, that's fine. New Laura's not like, you know, she'd say something clever, like something like. She's not clever like Thea. I think she would be like, okay, Rexy, let's go over there. Let's knock those knolls over. What do you think? And I'm like, you know, petting his neck. And Rexy runs over to the edge of the forest and then uh, he's going to attack those two knolls. Yeah. He runs over and swings his tail and knocks down some trees in the way, which the gnolls manage to get away from the trees, but then he spins around and takes a bite at one of those gnolls. Hits for uh, 4d12 plus <laughs> seven piercing damage. What? I think he might just consume uh, this thing. You can uh, you can roll that 4d12 plus seven if you want there. Oh my goodness, okay. Uh, that there, is a there is a saving throw for grapple, but I don't know 16, if we're gonna get that far. 23, 23, uh, 35 plus seven, so 42. Oh my God. It's the most damage I've ever doled out, and I didn't even do it. <laughs> Rexy grabs hold it. of this knoll and bites into it, and it just it explodes in his mouth as he's shaking it like a dog. Ah, oh, great! Like uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's Rexy's turn now. Nular, it's your turn. Yay! Okay, how close am I to that other knoll? Probably pretty close, right? Pretty, pretty close. Okay, I'm gonna try and hit him with my sword from Dino back. Okay. Uh, 24. Hold on, you're trying to hit him from the top of the dinosaur? Yeah, am I too high up? Yeah, you're probably too high up. Okay, can I slide down his tail, end of the Flintstone style? <gasps> Absolutely. Okay, oh. so I slide down his tail and it like kind of launches me up into the air because I was real inspired by uh, Thea's dope ass mid-flight wolf change into. So I'm sure. gonna like fly up into the air off the tail, like in the Flintstones, and then I'm going to try and hit it with my sword on the way down. And I rolled a 24. And that's gonna hit, yeah. Yep. <laughs> 17 damage. You fly through the air after your sweet Flintstones move and take a huge chunk out of this knoll. Uh, you wanna roll some percentile dice for me? Yeah. 82. When you cut through, you cut through and one of his arms falls off. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so that's the end of my turn. Donnie's still not really gonna do anything, but he is a big fan of Rex now. Like, he is not even jealous anymore because he just <laughs> saw him chomp the shit out of a knoll and he's so into it. So he's going to go and, like, fly up and land on his head, try and, like, be buds with him. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, then it is uh, the knoll's turn. And the knolls, having seen all of this massacre, they... They scream to each other, run, boys, run! <laughs> and they start hightailing it into the forest. 
all seemingly going in different directions. And there's still one knoll floating down the river. And he's just kind of just letting himself float there, trying to be as still as possible. <laughs> hoping Is he floating nobody... face down? Like... Can't see movement, so. Yeah, so hoping that nobody sees him. He's not floating face down. He's just, he's just kind of floating on his back. A little concern in his eye. Um, but they are uh, using the dash action to run away from you. So they run twice their speed. So they are now 60 feet from you. Um, and it is uh, it is Flint's turn. Wait, I thought if they were all want... gone. What's well, happening? They're, well, they're running into the woods. So you guys would now decide if you want to pursue or if you just want to just leave it. I'm happy to let them run away. Right. Me too. Yeah. If we want to track them, then we'd have advantage. But I don't know why we would do that. Woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot she was a wolf. Okay, so the encounter is done. What do you guys want to do? Your boat is essentially, it's, it's on the bottom of the, of the lake now. Hey, how, how big is Rex? He's real big, hey? Uh, yeah, he's real big. Can, can my friends get on? Can my friends get on and we ride the dino down the river to our destination? Yeah, so you guys are headed to Luskin, so... Uh, Best yeah, game if you want ever. To Best Roll game in. ever. Sorry, uh, D&D is going... so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will uh, run alongside. Oh, yeah, you're still a wolf. Because, and I, you know, like I did this and only got to do one thing. So I'm like, I'm just going to fucking stay a wolf for a while. <laughs> for a while, I'm just seeing how long I can stay wolfy. Sure. You, Flint, and Nulara are riding this dinosaur as you tromp through the, through the forest on, on dinosaur back. And Thea's running alongside as her winter wolf. And you are traveling through. And Donnie's able to telepathically communicate. And he shows you, Nulara, images of how these gnolls got a hold of this dinosaur. And you know that there are dinosaurs in the world, obviously. But you yourselves haven't seen many of them, if at all. You know they're kind of more in a southern region of Faerun. And you see... Packs of gnolls surrounding this dinosaur and its and its other dinosaurs in the area, and uh, taking them captive and using them as as weapons and using them to extort money from people and and steal their weapons and 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 kill people. So that is how the gnolls got a hold of this dinosaur. Well, that's sad. It is sad. We should stop that. No wonder she hates Knowles. Yeah, exactly. No wonder she was so willing to be our friend. I think he was talking about you. Oh. I was, but that totally worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I really extra hate them. Carla's talking in third person now. <laughs> Can Thea and new Lara even, like, go forward knowing there's a whole species of animal that's being enslaved? Yeah, like, is that... Um, in the south, or is that like I don't Happening know? I guess it'd be hard here. Yeah, exactly. Or is Slavery that like here? in the south? Hey? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yes. um, yeah. The images you saw were were kind of from where they were more native to, but through some of the images, you've seen them traveling through Faerun. So this is where they have ended up. So they're safe to assume that there may be an encampment in the area. But you didn't see many images of a of a specific encampment in this area. Oh, but they did call out for help at one point. Yeah. 
Nobody yeah, came. Like but- Amy, <laughs> yeah, totally. Because they knew how intimidating we are. Uh, just kidding. Amy, I think you're right. Like, character-wise, I can't imagine mm-hmm. that the ranger and the druid who are, like, so in love with nature are like, no, oh, this is fine. Yeah, no, it's not going to fly. And now we have a dinosaur of our very own. <laughs> exactly. Now we have a new dino best friend. So can I... I guess. Assume all of this happens, like, via me to Donnie to Rex and back. Like, if he knows where they are, or I'm saying he and she. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Dino. We're not that close yet. Sure. So is there a way to find out, like, where this might be, or if... um, she can take us there. Donnie converses as much as he can with the with the dinosaur, and he tells you that yeah, she 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 thinks she can lead us to where uh, to where the to where the encampments are. Uh, if as if we want to go see see what's going on there. Thea lets out kind of a high whine, like agree. Flint, what do you think? Oh, I'm on board with whatever you guys want to do. Okay, let's go fuck up some knolls. The dinosaur takes a turn into the forest and to the left and leads you through the trees. And um, after traveling a little ways, stops a ways out. And then Donnie says that the encampment should be uh, should be not too far out. But I told him I told her to stop just in case, you know, setting off any alarms or anything. Can Donnie fly in the direction of uh, the encampment and like do some recon for us? Yeah. Sweet. Donnie flies in uh, above the trees and then uh, down into where uh, he comes across an encampment, which is about in the direction the dinosaur was taking you. He sends some images back that he is seeing uh, telepathically to you, um, that there appear to be what you can count up as 15 or so knolls, and there are three other dinosaurs, one Allosaurus and two Velociraptors that are tied and uh, held in their encampment there. It's a real fucked up ending to Land Before Time. Yeah, this was the director's cut that turns out they didn't like it for the children's movie. The gnolls don't appear to be set off by anything, so they are just kind of going about their business, um, eating scraps of meat and squabbling amongst themselves. What do we want to do? Do we just want to, like, barge in here and just go nuts? Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, a sneak attack would be would be good uh, just to get advantage. I can run in behind them very stealthily. Oh, yeah, you're, you've got the super stealth. I was thinking we could, because it'll be hard to get a sneak attack with Rex, mm-hmm. but the three of us, well, the four of us with Donnie, could go and then, uh, you know, just... Tell Rex to wait a minute and then come. Yeah, I could kind of circle around and come in from behind and cold breath. I don't know, whoever's within a 15-foot cone of me. I like it. I'm on board. Yeah, this this sounds like a, a good strategy. You hop off the dinosaur and start making your way towards where the encampment is. Make a perception check, everybody, as you're going through. 14. 17. Is that real? Sorry, uh, I guess 22? I guess I have a plus is real life? six to perception? I'm trying to... Like, it's it's only on that lower list, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I, yeah, I got I all kinds of perception. perception. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it seemed so high. Uh, so yeah, 22 for me. About 40 feet out from where you think the encampment is, Nulara, you see laid out in your path there and you stop short of a, what looks like a net trap. And Thea, you're running around and you see off to the side and where you are getting close to where you want to enter, you see a trip wire, what looks like it connects to a, a log fall trap. Hmm. So, but you see these and you're able to bypass them. You make it to the edge of the encampment. The, uh, you make it... Can we coordinate a surprise attack from both ends? Yeah, I mean, you can use Donnie as kind of a, a telepathic go-between. So, yes. Thea, you see... You come into the into the backside of this encampment and you see... You are where the three dinosaurs are. So there's the two Velociraptors and the Allosaurus tied up. And then there are three other gnolls guarding, but they're more just kind of hanging out by these dinosaurs. Nulara and Flint, you come to the side where it appears that it's kind of like the cookout area. They've got something on a on a spit over the fire and they are kind of tearing pieces off of this chunk of meat that they are all eating around. So the bulk of them are on your side. And then there's just a few back by the dinosaurs where Thea is. How wide across is the encampment? It's in a clearing of the trees, about 60 feet. And there are some crude built tents set up around this fire and into some of the other areas. Uh, Remember, these dinos don't know that we're their friends yet. Yeah, I was thinking like, maybe I could just go and bite through the ropes. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. Maybe we want them tied up for the first little bit. (laughs) Until Rex gets there and is like, these guys are cool, guys. Okay, so Thea looks around and looks for where there is, like, the biggest clump. Because I want to hit as many with my cold breath as Uh, possible. Well, close to you, there are are three gnolls kind of in it. Within a 15-foot radius? Yeah, they're kind of just... You know, Noel conversing, they're like, oh, did you see that that, that this thing that happened that Noel's really like? I know, and, and I saw that the other day, and it was like crazy, crazy, I know. And then one of them punches the other one in the face. He's like, that's for stealing my meat, Grog. Okay. Um, I, I don't know, think really loud to Donnie. Sure. You guys probably talked about it prior yeah. to. And a one, two, three, go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Thea jumps out from the forested area and runs toward the three knolls that are closest to her. And before they are able to do anything, she exhales a blast of freezing wind in a 15 foot cone and each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, the highest one's a 12. Um, and then a 10 and a mm, and 11. They had to beat a 12, so. He okay. takes half. Everyone else takes four D8 cold damage. Nice. 16. So one of them takes eight damage and two of them takes 16 cold. I like that we're like in bullet time right now because that just happened and we still get to go and they, but it's all at the same time. Okay, so what are you guys doing at the same time? Flint, do you want to go? I feel you haven't got to do anything dope this this round. True. Murder some people. Get in there. Well, hello again. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us and continuing on this journey for episode 20 of Dungeons & Dragons, titled A Knoll in the River. How do you like those dinosaurs? Pretty crazy, huh? We love D&D and its ability to do some crazy bonkers things. Makes it so much fun. 
I don't have a lot to chat about today. I just wanted to focus on the wrap-up of our Patreon launch month. We'll be talking about it regularly going forward, but less in your face. Since we've launched, we've received love from five patrons, contributing a total of $18 a month, which is amazing. I don't really know what we expected when we started, but we are truly blown away by our community's dedication to Dungeons & Dragons. I've had the chance to talk to many people about our show and how it encourages them to play more and do more and step outside their comfort zone within the game. And that alone, never mind the monetary contributions, is amazing. I will again link everything in the description, but our page is patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. It's easy to sign up and become a patron for Dungeons & Dragons. You will have access to all of our Patreon-only content, which will include the Dungeon Side-Scroller episodes that started two weeks ago. DM'd by Tom Laird, we've already heard from a couple of our patrons that that session was a huge driving factor pushing them over the edge to contribute to us. So thank you for that. Tom is most excited. Now, so you know, this specific arc of Dungeon Side-Scrollers will be going on for about four to six-ish episodes, and then we'll be doing some other stories and other games using the same or different characters. We have all become attached to the new ones in the current Dungeon Side-Scrollers, so we will make sure to come back to those as regularly as we can. We do have higher tiers available, a $5 and a $10, with more opportunities to be involved with the show, including show dedications, or naming an NPC, or providing questions for a future Q&A episode. I'm even going to add in a thank you holiday card to all patrons just to thank you again for coming along for the ride. So, if that's not there yet, know that it will be up there shortly. If you can't donate, we totally understand, but what you can do to help us is continue spreading the word about Dungeons & Dragons in your everyday life and on social media. Please click through to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, and if you can and want to be part of the Dumb Dragon community, we would love to have you. You can also join us on social media. All the links are found on our new and improved website, still at dumbdragons.com, or you can jump on over to our Twitter and follow us at dumbdragoncast. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast, and you can also send us an email to dumbdragonpodcast at gmail.com. While you're on our website, make sure that you check out our Redbubble store and our Friends of page, and click through to support just that, Friends of Dungeons & Dragons, a group of amazing podcasts including Bros & Dragons, American Gods Cast, Film Roast, and Tales from the Fandom. All are amazing people with spectacular shows that you should definitely check out. All links mentioned today will be in the description, so you can find exactly what you're looking for. We are so excited for the growth we've seen in less than a month with our Patreon community, and can't wait to see who joins next and what comes next. Our next episode will be out September 13th, and it is the first episode that we've played together in the same room in over a year. We had a blast recording, playing, and snacking. So much snacking. Can't wait for you to hear it, though. Let's get back and go free some dinosaurs, shall we? Dinosaurs must be free. Have a great couple weeks and a wonderful start to September. Talk to you soon. Let's uh, let's coordinate on something. Okay. Like you're. Do you want me to throw you? Uh, <laughs> he just says upsies. He just says upsies, and you upsies. like throw him into the. <laughs> well, I was thinking we could both like run out there at the same time and like hack some people down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like this idea. Russ, how many how many of them are near us? You see 10 of them kind of clustered around this food making area. 
Okay, I would uh, like to run to where there's like three or four in a uh, in a, a small area, so they're all kind of surrounding me. Sure. Um, but I will come in uh, axe a swing in. Okay. It's a 23 on my first attack roll. Okay, so that will hit. Nulara, what are you doing at the same time? Uh, same thing, just running in with that uh, dope-ass flaming sword. Okay. Um, at, yeah, I assume like a, another small cluster or the, you know, similar. Uh, that is a 17. 17 will hit. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so yeah, you guys run in. You want to roll me damages? Oh, do I ever. Eight and six is 14 and four is 18 damage. Mm-hmm. 15 damage for me. At the same time, Thea charges out and releases her cold breath, killing two of the gnolls and injuring one of them, who lets out a loud yell. You, uh, Flint and Nulara, you charge into this cookout area, and the ones that are kind of facing your direction see you and panic, but not before you strike into um, each a cluster of gnolls. And Flint, you manage to kill two gnolls and knock a couple others to the side. And Nulara, you kill one knoll and knock another one into the flame. And they all are kind of running about, yipping and yelping, and let's roll for initiative. Uh, over here, it says, oh, three, by the way. Um, here it says cold breath, and then it says recharge five, six. What does that mean? On your turn, you roll a d6, and then if you roll a five or a six, I can use you it can again. use it again. If but if not, not I it's use... dead. Yeah. I had an 18, Russ. Uh, I had an 11. Say I want to use my cold breath, and I roll a four, and I can't. Can I still use my bite? Yeah. Or am I just kind of yeah, like, yeah. You, oh, no, you, and then my turn's over. No, you roll to try and recharge it, and then you can choose what you want to do. Oh, Even okay. if you recharge it, you can still use your bite I don't have to use it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, also, you guys, I speak. Co- I can speak common as a wolf, so I've just been like, growling. <laughs> You've just been fucking like, with us. I have been. <laughs> so I yell over, good job, you guys. <laughs> I mean, in her defense, it's the first time she's done this, so... True. I don't know how to be a wolf. I can be a wolf for three hours. It's very fun. But you're like a giant wolf, right? I am. I'm a, it says underneath Winter Wolf, large monstrosity. Love it. Flint, you're up first. Okay. Around you, uh, there's... Uh, Nulara knocked one into the flame. Uh, you knocked two to the ground, so they're closest to you. You've killed two... Um, and then there are more kind of running and scrambling, a few within range, but they're kind of running and scrambling, uh, yelling out to the ether that they are being attacked. Okay, I will uh, run after one of the ones that's somewhat nearby me and uh, give the old, like, across my body full swing axe blow to basically try and cut him in half. Sure, yeah. That is a 17. 17 will hit, yep. 22 damage. Ooh, you cut him a nice hourglass figure. So yeah, he's running, (laughs) yelling for for backup, and you swing through as he turns just to look as the axe of yours cuts through clean, and he falls to the ground. Uh, Is there another one near me, or are they all a little further away? Some of the ones are a little further away. There's still the two on the ground, and then there's probably at least one more within your range, though. That's up. All right. Moving about. uh, I will take a swing at the one that's near me, then. Okay. That's a 15. 15 will hit. Hey, there we go. 
21. You swing through and clean cut through this other one. And on the back swing, you come through and you roll me a percentile die. All right. Now that's both of the, the ones, right? Yep. Uh, 89. On the backswing, you come through to this other one and catch it with the back end of your axe and crush its skull as it flies across into one of the tents. Nice. Sweet. Um, it's the dinosaur's turn. I imagine like a female Noel coming out of the tent being like, that stain's never gonna come out. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Thanks. Um... So it's the dinosaur's turn. So one of the velociraptors is lunges towards you, Thea, um, and the the rope is just long enough um, that it's able to attack you at Uh-oh. the very least. Hope Rex shows up soon. Yeah. It is going to try to get a hold of you for, uh, that's a 22. 22 is going to try and bite you. Um, You have my challenge rating or my... Armor, but I'm pretty sure it's not a 22, 13. so that hits me. It's going to try. It's not going to be able to jump on top of you, but it will bite you. And that's going to get... And that's going to hurt. It's not going to feel good. So you get 2d10 plus 4 damage. Well, thank God I have all those hit points. Oh, never mind. Six, ten. <laughs> it takes ten piercing damage. Ten piercing damage. Um, and the other ones kind of are just jumping about on the end of these ropes that they're tied to. And then it is new Lara's turn. Sweet. I got that flaming sword going, so I guess I'm gonna keep keep working with that. Uh, She's got fire burning. That's a twenty three. Yep. Going six eight damage. Those were almost the worst rolls I could have had, but that's okay. I will try again. Sure. And do better. No, I won't, because that is a fourteen <laughs> for an attack. Fourteen roll. does not hit. So this one is kind of just. Uh, just out of range. You nick it once, but on your second swing, it manages to just get away from you. Just just a little bit there, and you kind of singe singe its fur with your flame. Can Donnie try and chomp him? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, Donnie does not chomp him, because Donnie got a 13. Donnie does not chomp him. Chomp, 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 chomp him. Okay. Um, it right, is cool. the knoll uh, by the dinosaur's turn there, and uh, he... Um, after yelping for help, uh, sees that his whole camp is under attack, and he runs and dashes into the trees. So did he give us, like, one star or five stars on Yelp? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is a solid solid one star from uh, customer satisfaction. That's fair. Now it's the gnolls by the cookout's turn, so there are about ten gnolls figuring out what to do there. And three of them are going to come at... Flint with their spears. Two of them are going to shoot uh, crossbows at Thea, and two are going to come with spears at New Lara. So the one's coming to Flint. So a 22, a 23, and a 15. Uh, the two and the 20s hit. And then you will take that's nine piercing damage off of those guys. The crossbow shot at Thea, that's a 14 and a 13. My armor class is 13. So you take them both. Okay, I take them both. And you take 9, 10, 11 piercing damage off of two bolts being shot at you. And then Nulara, two are coming at you with spears. Not well, though. Um, That's only eights for both of them. Perfect. Love those guys. Uh, And then the rest of the gnolls are... Um, evaluating the situation, but they choose to flee to the forest as well. Pussies. 
Uh, now it is Thea's turn. Thea uh, charges toward the gnolls that shot their crossbows at her. Um, is that is there wait is there a bigger clump of gnolls? There are three attacking Flint. There are two kind of in the middle of the compound who shot the the crossbows. There are two on the Lara and the rest are scattered. Sorry. I will see if my uh, if I can recharge my cold breath. I can. So I recharge that and I, I, because I also want to get away from the velociraptors because a little too close for comfort. Yeah. Um, so I run quickly toward those two and stop at the appropriate distance to cold blast them so that it, it's hitting only them in my 15 foot cone and not, not the others. Okay. Because they're in the middle, right? And there's like yes. two, five, okay. Don't want to cold blast my friends. Yep. So I do that, and you have to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Um, well, that's a five. The other one's a natural 20. Ooh, okay. So um, natural 20 will take half yep. my 48. 25. The one that takes the full damage uh, is frozen in place. The other one, uh, oh, oh. yeah, he's dead too. They're both dead. Oh, they're both dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Yes. Yeah. As you cold breath, all of you begin to feel a rumble coming from the trees. And it's coming quickly. And Rexy bursts through the trees as four more gnolls are coming out of one of the tents saying, What's going on here? And then they take a tail and just get swiped <laughs> and knocked into the trees as Rexy lets out a huge roar. Uh. Uh, it's uh, back to Flint. Okay, how many of these gnolls uh, are kicking around nowadays? There's two on Nulara, three on Flint, uh, four that have just been tail swiped into the trees, and the rest are uh, have scattered into the trees. So there are five currently who still have not run. Okay, uh, I will take on, uh, I guess, the one nearest to me out of the three. Sure. That's uh, a nat 20. Wowzers. Wow. Yeah, it is. I'm. I'm just gonna say, how do you how do you kill them? How do you murder them? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he sees a glint in my eye, mm-hmm. and he knows as I walk towards him that his death is meeting him, and he just falls over dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to hit him. His heart stops from sheer panic, and he's dead. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, uh, now moving on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that's a 14. 14 will not hit. Ah. So you're, you're a little bit high on yourself on this one, just looking a guy to death. That's fair. You just skim the fur of this other knoll beside you there. The dinosaurs who are tied up there are pulling at their restraints, and you see the stakes beginning to pull from the ground a little bit, but they, they aren't out yet. And Nulara, it's your turn. And there's two on me? Three on me? There are two still on you. Great. Well, I'm going to attack one of the... Oh my god, I rolled a nat 22. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> How do you kill this one? You can roll the damage if you want to, but pretty sure it's going to be dead. I can't think of anything dope. Flint just killed something by looking at it. <laughs> so I can't really match that. I'm just going to run off and chop its head off. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to run off into the woods <laughs> and just leave on because, a high note. Because he's going he's gonna to die of natural causes. Of course. Totally. Of course. Totally. So I boringly chop his head off with my flaming sword. Yawn. Uh, And then I'll attack the other. 
Oh, that one not so good. 13. 13 does not hit. So again, I mean, you guys get a good first strike in, but then fall apart at the in the last half. We got to stop being so damn cocky. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Can like- Donnie go over and try and like chew on the ropes of the like does it oh, I mean, you it seems let them like go? Well, but <laughs> now like aren't they Rexy's friends? How how <laughs> How does dinosaur <laughs> culture work? Please explain to me. <laughs> um, make a history check. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or, an, or a nature check. A history nature, or nature. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm whichever is better. I'm good at nature. How am I not good at nature? Oh, I'm not that good at nature. I got a fourteen. You know that if these dinosaurs are all friends, for lack of a better term, that you could probably tell Rex to communicate that somehow. And uh, that might help, but uh, that the way they're acting now is they're trying to attack anybody they can get close to. Okay, fair enough. I don't want Donnie I to I flash you there. my wounds, my Velociraptor <laughs> wounds. Well, but don't, uh, Rexy hadn't showed up yet then, so it was like That's true. pretty fair. That's true. But no, I still, you're right. They're like rampaging. Probably shouldn't send little Donnie over there. So he's just going to try and chomp um, the one I whiffed on hitting. Sure. Uh, he... <laughs> does much worse and gets a five. Okay. Nice try, Donnie. Yep, that's good. Um, you could still you could still communicate that message to uh, to Rex if you were so desiring. Uh, yeah, that would be great. I mean, I, yeah, I guess Donnie would be like, tell your friends we're your friends. <laughs> but with Rex a better like, accent. <laughs> <laughs> How many are left living? Not many. Not many. I think two. two. Yeah, there's one on me still. And there's one two, on Flint. There's two on Flint. Oh, there's two on yeah. Flint. Yeah, those gnolls, they cluster and they all go for Flint. He did just kill one of their friends by looking at him, so. It's true. Yeah, he did. Yeah. One's a 20. <laughs> Take down that alpha. Uh, one's a 20, one's a 22, and one's a 10. Only six damage taken from their spears. Okay. Um, but then after, <laughs> after they hit you, they see that it didn't really do all that much, and they too... Uh, begin to run away. So they make it 30 feet from where you are. Um, and it is Thea's turn. So they you are... bring them closer to me? Um, yeah, one of them kind of turns blindly and is running toward in your general direction. Poor guy. No one should run in my general direction. Um, I do not recharge my cold breath. Instead, I run at this other guy and jump to bite him in the neck, shoulder, neck area. Yeah. Um, 15. 15 will hit. Sorry, 16. 16 will also hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2d6 plus 4. 14. 14. So in, uh, in its panic, it turns and begins running at you, but in the last moment sees you jumping at it, mouth open, and you bite into its jugular, and it is dead too. Rex uh, manages to catch the other two with its tail and sends them flying across the encampment and then communicates to the other dinosaurs to calm their shit in a way that a dinosaur would obviously do. How would that sound? (laughs) And then the velociraptors respond with like... Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And they kind of, they stop pulling at their restraints and all of the gnolls are gone or dead. And you are in this encampment with four dinosaurs now. I, um, 
I change back into my human form. I don't know if there's a sound effect that goes along with that, but that's what I do. And I kind of brush myself off and stand up. I give the, I give the dinosaur a thumbs up. What do you guys want to do with these dinosaurs? Uh, we should, Well, they're wild animals, right? They are wild animals. Uh, I guess, and they seem calm now? Uh, they have calmed down, yes. Okay, so maybe me and Rexy walk over to them and they like are reuniting and I untie them. Sure. You untie them and... Uh, Eat you and you all die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you're murdered, and then you're just eaten alive. Uh, no, uh, they they all look, they all kind of look at you and give you just behind their eyes. You see that there's a there's a thank you there, and unless there's anything you do to stop them, they all work their way into the forest. That seems fair. Oh, uh, before I want to take the saddle and stuff off, Rex. You know. Uh, yeah, you managed to do that before they before they head out. You. You rid them of their restraints and their and their riding attire, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and they go off on their way into the woods. Wonderful, happy ending. I can't wait till we hear the news bulletin about this roaming pack of dinosaurs that's terrorizing <laughs> the land. <laughs> Any good loot in this camp? How's that meat look? Are we hungry? The meat looks like it is an overcooked deer. <laughs> of some sort. Deer? Anything Might be else a deer? meat? Anything else yeah. meat in the encampment? What else can we yeah. find? Let me uh there's a bunch of uh there's a bunch of kind of not great weapons. Okay. Um there mm, those is, are my favorite kind. You guys find about uh two hundred equivalent of about two hundred gold in, in gold and gems. Ooh. You find a bunch of not great weapons, some swords, some crossbows and longbows. Uh, nothing really great, but I mean, all in decent condition could be sold um, if you wanted to do that. Otherwise, um, there's not too much of huge value that it looks like these gnolls have have gathered from their from their riverboat conquests. I would take a crossbow because I don't really have any ranged weapons. Like I have a sure. longbow, but that's it. Okay. Okay. Use it much? Like I have, I have a bunch of weapons that are still on my paper thing and not in roll twenty because I never use them. But every once in a while, we need a ranged weapon. Uh, you have your pick of a a light crossbow or a heavy crossbow. The light crossbow's range is eighty to three hundred twenty, or the heavy crossbow is one hundred to four hundred. Uh, light, please. Uh, so unless there's anything else anybody wants to grab, I assume you just want to keep heading to Luskin. Yeah. At least that's my vote. We'll just split mm-hmm. that gold. Yep, that sounds fine. Yeah, for sure. Cool. You guys head back to the river and you find you are about three quarters of the way through the forest. Uh, so it takes you about the rest of the day, but you get out of the forest around dusk and you are right at the edge of Luskin. Well, you've been there before, but it's a shabby kind of trade town. And standing right in the middle of the river is the host tower of the Arcane Brotherhood. And the tower resembles a tree with four limbs or spires. And you feel coming from it a radiating, strong, magical aura. And you have made it back to Luskin.
Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Yeah, we got nothing. <laughs> we should like we should say something. He didn't take his headphones off. It's all or right. Maybe I we'll didn't have anything more to say other than yeah. we should do something for Russ's birthday. Totally. Yeah. We can Solved. secret talk in, in Roll20 if we ever were to log in, not when we're playing. Yeah. Perfect. Do you guys know how to use the whisper function? Duh, you click the button that says whisper. Not true. Oh, okay, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is still one like on the like one of the original ones that you attacked as well. No, you just told me he dashed into the forest. Yes, he dashed into the forest. So there's a lot of noise. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot.